Hello everyone and welcome to Minute 54 of Season 4 of Movie Robin, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and poignant journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com, When Harry Met Sally, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me again today is Bubba Wheat from It's Time to Rewind. Welcome back to the show, Bubba. You know, I never told you, but this movie is the reason I became a podcaster, but that's not important. <laughs> so, Minute 54 begins with Harry querying Marie and ends with Harry complimenting Sally's style of ordering food. So, yesterday we began the awkward double date in uh, Cafe Luxembourg, where, you know, we first saw Jess and Sally having a little bit of a conversation. This camera then pans around, circles around the table, and it starts off by us being able to hear uh, part of the conversation between Harry and Marie. And Harry goes, would I have seen any of your windows? And Marie's response is, a couple of weeks ago, I did a thing with hostages. So Harry says, people in blindfolds and sort of like, you know, he uses hand gestures to try and show what it is. And she goes, yeah. And then he goes, I thought it was like late 80s. It's interesting. <laughs> so I got to say, before reading the, or before, you know, uh, doing the research here, I never even knew that this is part of the conversation because you can barely hear them say this. We just hear them whispering, you know, chit-chatting about something. But, uh, you know, having the subtitles on really helps <laughs> because we actually get to find out what Marie does. Marie apparently, you know, works in a place doing uh, window dressing. You know, maybe at some sort of clothing store or, you know, wherever, where people can walk by and you see, you know, the the, the, the way that, that the mannequins are all set up in the, in, in the window and that'll, you know, convince people to come in. So I don't know what type of place she works that she can actually do something with hostages. I, you <laughs> know, uh, I mean, it could go back to what we were talking about last year, you know, that, that everyone knew about what happened in Nakatomi Plaza. So, <laughs> you know. If that was the in thing of the 80s, let's let's talk about, uh, you know, people being uh, hostages in some sort of place. I don't know. It's the, only, it's the only where I can go, unless we're talking about something about S&M, you know, coming from Murray about that. I, I don't know. You know, using hostages, blindfolds. Uh, I don't know. It, it, yeah, I don't, it's I just, don't know either. I, it's a very even strange I, motif. I did watch this. <laughs> Even though I did watch this movie with subtitles, I I think I, you know, I didn't catch what's their half of the conversation in this. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a very strange motif for a uh, for a window dressing for sure. You know, mm-hmm. it really makes me wonder what type of place she's working for that they would allow her to do something <laughs> with hostages. You know, but who knows? <laughs> Doesn't really make a difference. And then you know the conversation moves back to. Uh, Jess and Sally, who are still talking. I mean, it, it's, you know, we, we missed part of what they're talking about, but then Sally says, let's just say I'm really not a big fan of Jimmy Breslin. And Jess looks at her and goes, well, he's the reason I became a writer, but that's not important right now. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously he, he's hurt by that, that, that comment. You know, he's offended by mm-hmm. it. You know, he, he's already saying in his mind, all right, that's it. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure most people have, you know, something in their head that when you go out on a date or when you meet someone for the first time, if they say something, I mean, I, I, I can do that with uh, uh, interviews, you know, in my, uh, in my day job for the last year and 
three months we've been trying to hire two people and we you know every interview I, I i did dozens of interviews and every interview you know you're waiting for the person not to have some sort of red flag pop up you know and as soon as that red flag pops up you say okay that was it and that seems to me what what jess is basically doing here you know as soon as she's saying she doesn't like jimmy breslin you know, like if someone were coming to interview and say that they don't like movies, you know, obviously I wouldn't hire them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> there's really no connection there. My my day job has nothing to do with movies, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you know, for him, this Jimmy Breslin is the reason he became a writer. So, you know, he if he he can't see himself being with somebody who doesn't like Jimmy Breslin. Yeah. You know, and, and even though he does try to pass it off by saying, you know, but that's not important. So he, yeah. it's like he is trying to to play it off in in order to save face. Correct. Yeah. It it, it actually makes me I mean I, I keep thinking that there's there's a movie quote that I, that from some other movie that fits in here by saying, but let's not talk about that. You know, let's put that on the side. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, so it's sleepless in Seattle. And it's a line by Walter. Do you remember who Walter is? No, it, it's been ages since I've seen Sleepless in Seattle. Okay, it's, uh, that, that's Bill Pullman. Hmm. Right? He goes, look, Annie, I love you. But let's leave that out, out of this. <laughs> I don't want to be someone that you're settling for. So it, it's actually really funny that that is, you know, for me, that's a very similar type of uh, line coming from two characters that Nora Ephron wrote them both. Mm-hmm. You know, by him, he's obviously not talking about love, as Walter is, but but uh, I, I like the fact that he says, oh, but that's not important. Just the delivery is very similar between the two. You know, it's it's uh, towards the end of, end of when, uh, Sleepless, when, uh, you know, uh, Meg Ryan Annie reveals to, to Walter, you know, that she's very curious about this man at the top of the Empire State Building. You know, that type of thing. So I, 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 that, mm. that's really, really interesting to, to think about the, the way that that's done. And, you know, <laughs> Sally just tries to, to, to lighten up the conversation a little bit. And she goes, Harry, you and Marie are both from New Jersey. And so. Well, but before that, I mean, you're I, I feel like you're skipping over a very important part of this conversation because it again, it's. It's that facial acting that we talk about because it, it's a good like uh, five seconds of just looking at everybody's faces. You you know it, you the, have the awkward uh, Harry of, of everything. Yeah, yeah. You have Harry looking at Jess, and then he looks over to Sally, and then we cut to Sally who kind of looks around. We have right. we cut to Jess that's looking uncomfortable, and they all they all pick up the drinks cut. also at the same time. Well, well, Marie's the one that picks up the drinks, and then she looks at at Sally, and she raises her eyebrows, like you know, basically telling her that you know you got to do something. And that's when Sally brings up the Jersey right. connection. Right. There's there's there is a very long uncomfortable silence there, and that and the the great thing about that is, you know, most movies will avoid having places with uh long silences but but they they play this one out properly here you know as far as they're concerned this is good this is what it, we we want you know 
Well, we we yeah, need to. It's at least twelve seconds. Of that's time. right. We need to make the audience feel the uncomfortableness here, and it works. Mm-hmm. It works really well. Yeah, and in, in movie times, like twelve seconds is forever. Yes, that's true. Right. So then Sally breaks the ice and says, uh, "You know, Harry, you and Maria are both from New Jersey," <laughs> which is pretty funny. That that you know, that's not something that 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 you think that Sally would have brought up beforehand. When she's trying to convince both of them that it's worth it, you know, she would have said to Marie, Marie, you know, he's from New Jersey. Maybe, maybe you guys have something in common. Or she might say that to Harry, you know, it's my friend Marie that you might have something in common with because you're both from New Jersey. You know, so I don't know. Uh, I, I actually was born in New Jersey and I grew up there till I was eight. So, you know, I've always had a soft spot for New Jersey anyway. It is the, uh, fifth smallest state but it is ranked 11th in population and the first in population density there are just a lot of people who live in new jersey <laughs> yeah i i was um i listened to jay and silent bob a minute and they they brought this up a a few weeks ago because i believe one or both of them either live or have lived in jersey and yeah, they they were both like, you know, they, they had never really thought about it, but yeah, it's it's practically, you know, it's practically the entire state is all city. It's not like the Midwest where you can have large stretches of like cornfield. Right. That's right. It's it's also the uh, third wealthiest U.S. state, which I also wouldn't have thought of. Uh, you have Maryland and Massachusetts that are that are uh, that are wealthier. Meaning you have the most, uh, you know, people who have nice incomes there. You know, and the poverty poverty rate is the sixth lowest in all the 50 states, which is pretty interesting also. It's also it's lower than national average. The national average of poverty is 11.4, and New Jersey's rate is 9.4. That's 2% below. I mean, that, that's a lot hmm. when you're looking at it from that perspective. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of uh, r- religious and uh, ethnic diversity in New Jersey. There are a lot of like uh, areas that that uh, that that are condensed. I guess it has the uh, the largest Muslim population. Population. Um, it has the largest population of Peruvians in the U.S. The largest population of Cubans outside of Florida. The third highest Asian population. Uh, the second highest Italian population, which I guess the Sopranos helps with. Um, mm-hmm. Then uh, it also has the the second largest Jewish population by percentage, and New York has the first as the largest, and New Jersey is the second largest. Uh, it has the third highest Indian population of any state. Um, I, I'm assuming when it says Indian, it's talking about uh, you know people from India, not uh, Native Americans. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, it's 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 a very small state, and you know to be the highest in all these things is just amazing. You know, in uh, yeah. 1976 they had a referendum, uh, and they uh, voted to allow uh, casino gambling in Atlantic City. It became the first place outside of Las Vegas that allowed gambling. And they they eventually uh, in 2013 they actually uh, made it legal for sports betting. 
in uh, in in uh, in New Jersey. And this is something that I find to be really fascinating. And and I know that last time you were on, when we were talking about planes, changes, automobiles, we talked a lot about amusement parks. Did you know? Have you ever been to Six Flags Great Adventure in uh, in New Jersey? No, I've I've never been to the farthest east. Well, I guess right now I'm the farthest east I've ever been in Georgia. But uh, before that, I had only made it um, to Ohio was the farthest east mm. I had been to Cedar okay. Point. All right. Well, if you ever get a chance, I think you would really enjoy going to, to Great Adventure. I was actually there when I was in the States in this last summer um, because it has it, all the rides are superhero themed. Mm. You know, the bike, they're color coordinated and stuff like that. You know, you have like the, the Green Lantern. Uh, I don't remember the name of the roller coasters that they have, but they do the Green Lantern one, and it's all colored green. And they have the Superman one, which is blue and red. And they have the Wonder Woman one, which is uh, red and gold. And then you have yeah, the, Six the Flags Flash. always has the, the DC themed. Ah, it's all Six Flags? Uh, oh, okay. No, you got me yeah, on that one. Then. I didn't um, know that. I thought it was just yeah, there. The, <laughs> I, I was familiar with the one in St. Louis, and that one has the, the Mr. Freeze mm. roller coaster which that one's fun. And uh, I think in, in Chicago they have, um, or I think the one here in Georgia and uh, Atlanta, they have a Joker coaster. Right. They there have. is a Joker. There's a Joker one in, uh, in, in uh, Great Adventure also. And it's actually the second largest theme park in the world behind uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. You know, mm. Disney is the largest one. And then you have uh, Six Flags Great Adventure. So, yeah, my my I was there with my son and my nephew, and they had a blast going on all those roller coasters. You know, I I couldn't go on all of them with them because I I wanted to keep my lunch down, but I I went on a number of them, not not as much as they did, but it was it was a lot of fun. So anyone looking for a superhero themed, uh, you know, uh, amusement day, you can go and uh, check that out in in New Jersey. And then the conversation mm-hmm. continues, and and uh, you know, Harry goes really. Where are you from? And then she goes, South Orange. And he goes, Haddonfield. They're both like shaking their head as they're doing that. And then Marie goes, oh. <laughs> and then once again, you know, no one has anything to say. There's another really, really long <laughs> silence. So, silence. So, so, I mean, we talked about the fact that that it was a 12-second silence before. I mean, they do something similar here also. I mean, they have another really long silence where just nobody has anything to say. And Sally then like puts her glasses on. Marie picks up her drink again. They all start looking at the, at, at the, their menus. You know, here we have almost a 10 second point where nobody is talking, mm-hmm. which again is great to see that they're willing to do this because they want to show us reality. Yeah. You know, this isn't just a movie that, you know, that these characters are part of. And that the characters are doing what we want them to do. They're actually there because, you know, they're they're real. You know, this is what real people would go through mm-hmm. at the same time. So I, I, I like the way that they do that here. Yeah, they're really showing the painfulness of a bad date. Yes. And it's a, pain, a, a painfulness double date. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know that that that's what that's what's even harder. You know, like that that uh, everyone's having a terrible time. You know, I, I, I'm assuming Harry and Sally are both saying, "Oh, I wish you could just talk to the other one." <laughs> you know, you know, Harry saying, "Oh, I, I never have a bad time like this with Sally," and Sally says the same thing. Uh, little do they know about Jess and Marie, <laughs> but but we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. 
so it starts off with them saying, okay, so what, what, what are we going to order? And then Sally goes, well, I'm going to start with the grilled radicchio, mm. which always sounds really funny to me because it sounds like ridiculous, ridiculo. <laughs> and I, I thought it was something, I thought it was something made up. Do you, do you have any idea what ridiculo is? Um, yeah, I, I thought that it was pronounced slightly different. I, I thought it was pronounced radicchio. Um, That's how I thought also when when I when I looked it up afterwards, you know. But I, I distinctly remember that at least Sally says it with with the K sound, ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it. Was, I mean, it's it's probably wrong, but I, I felt like that it had something to do with radishes. But I feel like that's completely wrong. It's it's not completely wrong. <laughs> it's it's a it's a form of leaf. You know, it's a it's sometimes known as Italian chicory. Um, because it's mostly used in Italian cuisine and it's grown as a leaf vegetable and usually has colorful white veined red leaves that form a head. And radicchio has a bitter and spicy taste that mellows if it is grilled or roasted. And I mean, I found that there's a whole bunch of different varieties of it, but you know, I'm, I'm not going to go into all the different, uh, varieties of, uh, <laughs> of radic- radicchio. Because again, it it just sounds so funny to say, it, yeah. As opposed to uh, you know, but it it basically sounds like some sort of uh, you know salad dish, or something like that, or maybe it's stuffed. You know, it could be something that's stuffed. Um, not really sure. Uh, how how you know what it is? Yeah. But, you know, and then ha- Harry then gives a great compliment to Sally, and he goes, Jess. Sally is a great orderer. Not only does she always pick the best thing on the menu, but she orders and he gets cut off because the minute ends. Mm-hmm. So people will have to come back tomorrow to find out what Harry is trying to say here. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> so you have anything else you want to say before we get into the script? No. Uh, the, the only other notes uh, I think I have about that comment, but I have it in tomorrow's notes. So I'll okay, save that so for tomorrow. All right. Keep, there you go. Hook everyone in so that they have to come <laughs> back tomorrow to hear you talk about that. So the script has a little extra dialogue in it. So after uh, Marie says South Orange and Harry says Haddonfield, so Marie says, oh, I've never been to Haddonfield. And Harry goes, it's nice. And Marie goes, I'm sure it's great. And then, then the, the script says, they all look at each other. Then they all look at their menus. <laughs> So, you know, they also found a way in the script to make us feel the uncomfortableness of the characters, which works really, really well mm-hmm. in conveying this to us. Yeah, and I do think that it it works better in the movie and gets quicker to the point for them to just say, oh, and then have them. I also just love the timing of how they both just turn their like their they're looking at each other whenever they say, oh, and then they both like slowly, but in the exact same pace, look back to the other two people. Right. That's true also. And, uh, you know, it, it makes you wonder, you know, like if, if either of them know anything about either of these two places, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's an hour and a half drive between them. You know, South Orange is is in northern New Jersey, and Haddonfield is is in lower New Jersey, uh, actually not even far from Wilmington, Delaware. It's like really close to to closer to the border. 
you know, it's uh, about 82 miles apart, but it takes about an hour and a half to, to drive it, uh, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, which which means that just because they're both from New Jersey, they're very far apart. <laughs> yeah. That's what it comes down to. All right. So every Thursday we have a segment called Off the Beaten Track, Dating Courting Edition, where my guest will give a little story, anecdote about something that uh, happened to them on the course of life uh, that's somehow related to either courting or dating. So, Bubba, you have uh, another story for us? Yeah, I mean, this one's a quick one. It's not super eventful, but I I think one of the more interesting uh, dates, I guess, that I I had with my wife is uh, probably going on about uh, seven or eight years ago. Um, I, uh, I'm a fan of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And before I met my wife, I had gone to a couple live, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show screenings. And I found out that, that they were doing a, a, uh, the play that the Rocky Horror Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and so I, you know, we had seen the movie together. Uh, at, at home a couple times and you know she really enjoyed it and i thought it'd be fun to take her on to this event and so we we went and uh, you know it, it was fun it, it was slightly disappointing because this was this took place in like the chicago suburbs and i like i feel like it's uh slightly the more affluent uh suburbs and so the crowd, like, I think we, there was a handful of people that dressed up, but there wasn't as much crowd interactions as, uh, as there was in like the two previous, um, you know, the film screenings that I had been to whenever I was in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think overall it was, it was still a fun time. It, it was interesting to see that the play version, which is just slightly different, uh, but the, they put on a good show. They, they did their best to, to get some crowd interaction and, and there was some crowd interaction. Uh, my wife, I know was a little bit disappointed because she would have liked to have seen more, more interaction. And, and also because, you know, the crowd wasn't as, as riled up, then we also didn't participate as much as maybe we could have. Mm. But overall, it, it was still like it, it was still an interesting event. OK, that's great. Great story. Thank you very much for that. Uh, do you want to once again tell people how they can get in touch with you? Uh, sure. Um, I will uh, once again talk about, you know, uh, my podcast. It's time to rewind. Um I go through uh, time loop movies and TV shows. I, I tend to alternate and do the, the first season was Groundhog Day. The second season, I did episodes of The Twilight Zone. The third season, I, I picked uh, three different movies that had a, a similar concept of a time loop, uh, ti- Triangle, Time Crimes, and Time Loop. And the fourth season was uh, Buffy and Angel. And then... The fifth season, I'll be moving on to Memento, which is not exactly a time loop, but I, I think it it's uh, close enough. Yeah, close enough. I, I would agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. All right. And finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Move Around Minute. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter, or you can go directly to my website, movearoundminute.com. So 
Until tomorrow, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Gave me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still. It had to be you. Wonderful you. Had to be you.